You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Wrestling World. I'm your host, Austin Boyer. Before we get into tonight's episode, as always, a few quick podcast shoutouts. Okay, first, check out the Cult Film Companion podcast, the Manic Pixie Weirdo podcast, the Fan in the Van podcast. Check out the Crime Divers podcast, the Sense of Shelf podcast, hosted by John Wesley. Two Mexicans and One Mike podcast. The Hill Truth, hosted by Ted the Hillbilly Hill. Kung Fu Review. The South Bridge podcast. Your Daily Writing Habit, hosted by Christine. The I Seen It podcast. Check out my favorite teachers with the Fandalorians. Check out the Hash and Out podcast. The Geek Gauntlet podcast. Check out the Augusta All Elite podcast. The Smokers Lounge Premium 6 Podcast, Kimi's Tea of the Day, 8750 Podcast, hosted by Yeti Eve. Check out the Air Quote Wall Podcast, the Dirty Hills Podcast, Suns and Shadows Cast, Decaying with the Boys, these guys are from Pittsburgh, check it out. Ice Cream, You Scream for Movies Podcast, check out the Two Men No Hope Podcast. Check out the Story of My Pet podcast. Check out Tea with Mike. Check out the Modern Northman Saga. Check out the Stench of Adventure. Check out the Haunted Tales podcast. The Quad Pro Quo podcast. The Films and Firm Nation podcast. Canary PI podcast. Check out the Ball Access One on One podcast. Check out what we just watched podcast. What are your thoughts on this podcast? Check that out. And last but, last but not least, check out Bolt Talk by Joe and the Mr. Gentleman's Podcast, hosted by Ken. So be sure to check out all those podcasts, guys, that I just listed. They could be found on Spotify, Anchor, Apple, and wherever you stream your podcast. They're definitely great shows. Check them out. Okay, we have an exciting show for you guys. We have a lot to talk about. Um, Definitely a lot to talk about today. There's been a lot of news going around. A lot of rumors. Some big returns. And maybe even a possible heel turn. So let's dive right into it. Now, ever since SummerSlam, it seems as if 
the fans are turning on Liv Morgan. Ever since she defeated Ronda Rousey for the women's title. I, for one, don't know why. Um, but I have a theory. Now, we've all wanted Liv Morgan to become the women's champion. We've all wanted to see Liv Morgan get this big push. For years and years, everybody said Liv Morgan should be one of the top females on Monday Night Raw. And now she's finally here. So now it's like, where do we go from here? Now, you know, it's, it's, I don't even know why the fans are turning. Like, but like I said, I do have a theory. Um, I, I, for one, am a big fan of Liv Morgan. I think she's doing great. I think she deserves a push. And yeah, I'm all for it, but it, it just it, it's it's baffling how quick people have turned on her. Because everyone was so excited just a few months ago at Money in the Bank when she won the ladder match, cashed on Rousey, became champion, and then one pay per view later at SummerSlam, that's when everything goes downhill. And I believe the fans started the turn on with Morgan at SummerSlam because of the finish. Now, if you watch SummerSlam, then you probably have seen with Morgan and Ronda Rousey's match. <coughs> Excuse me. Ronda Rousey made with Morgan tap out before Liv Morgan picked up the pin on Rousey. And I believe, you know, the promo she cut after SmackDown on Monday Night Raw really just had the fans turn on her. But I, I don't believe it's her fault. You know, I think it's the booking of that match. I don't think it should be booked that way. And I don't know why it was booked that way. Obviously, they want to make... Ronda Rousey look good still when losing. Um, but in a way, you know, it made, you know, Liv Morgan look kind of bad in this in this situation. But I definitely think the booking of this match really had fans turning. And then the promo she cut, it was almost like a heelish promo. But it just didn't make her look good in the process. Because she's saying, yeah, I tapped, but I still won. You know, it just doesn't make her look good as a baby face. And uh, I believe that's when the fans started the turn. So that's that's my theory behind it. But regardless, I'm still a fan of Lou Morgan. I don't see any other reason why they would turn other than that. So like I said, it is baffling to me because I believe she's worked hard to get to this spot. 
but that is wrestling for you. You know, we we've seen people turn before, and 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 people and the fans turn quick. If they don't like what they see, that you know they'll let you know. Take a look at Roman Reigns. You know, people were for Roman Reigns when he's with the Shield, and then look how quick they turned on him when they gave him that babyface push. Because they pushed him too soon. And maybe that's the case with Liv Morgan. Maybe she was, you know, pushed to the top way too quick. Maybe she shouldn't have been pushed to the top yet. Maybe the fans thought they're ready for it. Maybe they're not ready for it. Maybe they just don't feel that she's ready to be a women's champion. Maybe it was just too soon, you know. Maybe in a few years down the road, they might feel that she's ready. I I think her time is now, though. Like I said, I would rather see a Liv Morgan champion than a Ronda Rousey. I would rather see anybody than a Ronda Rousey. As bad as you may think Liv Morgan is, it could always get worse with Ronda Rousey. You know, there's women in that division who have worked hard, like Liv Morgan, who have been there for years, trying to get their way to be that top female competitor. Women women who have trained hard and put all their dedication into professional wrestling. And then you have somebody like Ronda Rousey coming in and, in my opinion, stealing the spotlight. Because WWC sees her as a money ticket. They know she's going to draw money. Because she's Ronda Rousey. The former UFC star. You know, this this big name. So when I say that Liv Morgan deserves this. I mean it. Because she is somebody that has fought her way to the top. And let's be honest, Liv Morgan has had some shitty booking over the years. We've seen we've seen Liv Morgan, you know, struggle over the years with bad booking. And now the fans have just turned. And it is insane to me how quick that has happened because I didn't expect that to happen. I didn't expect the fans to turn because Wood Morgan has been one of their top baby faces, at least to the fans, you know. So it does not, um, it doesn't sit well with me. But that is professional wrestling. Like I said, the fans, they will voice their opinion. And that's the good thing about WWE, whether you like it or not. That's the good thing about pro wrestling. Is that the fans can always voice their displeasure. We may not always agree with what the fans want. And we won't side with them on everything. Because we all have different opinions. But that's the beauty of professional wrestling. And that's why I love it. You know. There's been baby faces that I loved. 
and I've hated. And I may not agree with what the fans think all the time. But that's the beauty of wrestling. But I'm hoping eventually that the fans, you know, might warm up to it, Morgan being a champion. I'm not sure how long she will have this title reign. With the fans uh, not being so kind to her, you know, not not liking this um, situation, what's going on, there could be a possible hill turn. Because remember, Triple H is now head of creative. He can make these things happen. And so far, he's giving the fans what they want. So don't be surprised if we do see a Liv Morgan Hill turn. Because right now, the way things are looking, that's what the fans are wanting. They're wanting to boo Liv Morgan and cheer her. I'm hoping things look up, guys, but we'll see. You know, as I said, Liv Morgan deserves it, and I'm standing by it. She deserves to be champion is what I mean. But I'm standing by what I said. Next up, speaking of big returns, it's not necessarily a big return. Well, I don't know if I said big returns early in this episode, but whatever, I'm saying it now. Um, The old Kevin Owens is back. The prize fighter Kevin Owens. We've seen the return of the prize fighter. <coughs> Excuse me. We've seen the return of the prize fighter. Last, I think it was last week when he attacked Elias. Or Ezekiel, sorry, shit. Um, yeah, this is crazy. Kevin Owens is back. The prize fighter. The old Kevin Owens. And we've seen that this past Monday when he took out the Alpha Academy, Chad Gable and Otis. All by himself, you know. And this is basically... They did this basically to, to show everyone what Kevin Owens is capable of. And just how good Kevin Owens is. And that Kevin Owens is still one of the top competitors in WWE. And we haven't seen this version of Kevin Owens for years. You know, Kevin Owens, he's been a babyface before. But in the last few years, we have not seen the prize fighter. We have not seen, you know, the heel Kevin Owens we've seen in NXT. And even when he was a babyface, yes, he was good, but he may have not been as over as he is now. Because this is what the fans have been wanting to see. We wanted to see that old Kevin Owens. So I'm hoping this leads to a big Kevin Owens push, as I think he could be one of the top stars in pro wrestling right now. He is now, but, you know, could he be in the title picture? Could he be in the main event scene soon? 
Or could he be at least facing for the United States Championship? I'd like to see him versus Lashley. I think that'd be cool. But I do think Kevin Owens is climbing his way to the top. Getting that brass ring once again. Because Kevin Owens is capable of a lot. You know, we've seen Kevin Owens in NXT. We've seen what he can do. Um, for years under Vince McMahon, we've seen uh, bad booking with Kevin Owens. Um, just time after time. And we all know Triple H was running NXT at the time Kevin Owens was, was down there. So with Triple H becoming head of creative and making these big changes, like like I said, it's good to see we're getting that old Kevin Owens. And Triple H is definitely making some changes to the main roster, making some adjustments that need to be made. Because the way things are looking with Vince McMahon running things just weren't good. And obviously Triple H saw that. And now he is giving people their old gimmicks back. Um, and then the start of it is with Kevin Owens, you know. And it's so good to see somebody like Kevin get a big push. You know, he's he's getting up there. He might have, you know, a few good years left in him. Um, I don't know. He looks to be in good shape. But we'll see, you know. But if anything, I'd like to see Kevin Owens maybe get a WWE Championship run. You know, maybe, or at least the United States Championship. You know, get him up there in title contention. I'm not saying WWE lacks stars, but with the likes of Cody Rhodes and Randy Orton being out... You know, we it'd be nice to see a top star like Kevin Owens kind of squeeze his way in there. Become a, a top star again in the main event scene. As that would really shake things up on Monday Night Raw. Considering a lot of the star power right now, given that, you know, we have names out, out from action right now. A lot of the star power is... Um, on SmackDown is Karrion Cross, McIntyre, Roman Reigns, and everything else. When you look at Monday Night Raw, you see, you know, Cody Rhodes out, Randy Orton out, uh, Seth Rollins feuding with uh, Matt Riddle. Not really in the main event scene yet, but he he, he probably will be soon. Um, so now that now the fact that we could have Kevin Owens as a possibility, maybe to face Roman or Karrion Cross, you know, um, is exciting. You know, I'm not saying Kevin Owens will be in the main event scene because it could be more than likely they could hold off on that, even though they were teasing it this past Friday. When Roman Reigns was talking about Kevin Owens. So we could see down the line Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens. Depending on what happens at Clash the Castle. I do think the plan is McIntyre versus uh, Roman. Still I believe. I did hear rumors it would be a triple threat match. But I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, obviously uh, we're expecting Roman to go over. And then maybe face Karen Cross in whatever pay per view is next. Um, or they could hold the Karen Cross and Roman verse at a later date. You know, I, like I said, they are teasing the Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns match. So, 
it's definitely possible. It's definitely possible that we can get Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens right after he faces McIntyre. I don't know the current plan, but I know things are getting very exciting. And I'm excited to see what happens. Like I said, Kevin Owens is, is a great talent. And I'm glad to actually see him as a babyface, you know. I like him as a heel, but he was over as a babyface. Maybe not as over as he was, like I said, but now we're getting the prize fighter. Now this is a big change. So this is definitely excited for Kevin Owens. I'm excited to see what he does, and we'll see what happens. Next, guys, I want to talk about Bray Wyatt. You know, um, speaking of exciting things coming, you know, um, Sean Ross Sapp reported that Bray Wyatt is more likely to return to WWE. Um, and Wade Keller actually backed this up and saying he can confirm Sean Ross Sapp's report. Uh, many higher-ups believe that Bray Wyatt is more likely to return. Triple H I, apparently is in discussion and is pitching ideas for other returns. And we could possibly see Bray Wyatt back in WWE. We do know that he filed trademark for the Wyatt Six name. Um, he is teasing things on social media, as we said before in previous episodes. Now, we, we've been talking about Bray Wyatt for months, but and we, we've been saying he's teasing his return. He could go to AEW, he could go to Ring of Honor, he could go to New Japan, control your narrative. You know, we've said a lot of things. But now, when people say he's more likely to return to WWE, it's kind of crazy because WWE is the last place you think he would go back to. And I'm not saying this is a bad thing. I'm not saying his return to WWE would be a bad thing. Because it wouldn't be under Vince McMahon. It'd be under Triple H. So it's crazy to think that there could be this possibility of Bray Wyatt returning. Given what happened. You know, his release and everything. His shocking release. You know, he's a top star. And just out of nowhere, just got released on July 31st, 2020. 2021, I believe, right? But anyway. Um, it, it's crazy to think, but, you know, like I said, we're not under Vince McMahon anymore. When Bray Wyatt was working under Vince, it has been reported that Vince McMahon had said some derogatory things to Bray Wyatt, making fun of his uh, physique. If Bray Wyatt did something wrong in a match, Vince McMahon would critique him and, and lash out. And uh, it's also been said that Bray Wyatt would speak up for himself. You know, when he's seen a problem with, you know, creative, he'd speak up. And uh, Vince McMahon, I guess, apparently saw that as Bray Wyatt being hard to deal with. So those so-called budget cuts that Bray Wyatt was released to was apparently BS. And we, we kind of... Found out the real reason, you know, that it wasn't budget cuts, that that was just a cover-up of, of why Bray Wyatt was released. 
you know, obviously they're going to make up some BS excuse as to why, you know, these, these superstars get released. But really, we don't know the backstage news. You know, Vince could have heat with somebody or, you know, somebody else could have heat with somebody. There's a lot they try to cover up, you know, especially Vince. You know, Vince is going to cover up whatever he can to save his ass, much like these allegations that's going on with him, you know. But it's no surprise. It's no surprise he he was fired due to Vince um, not liking him. There's there's several wrestlers Vince doesn't like. There's several wrestlers we've seen not get a push because Vince just doesn't care for him. For instance, look at the booking of Ricochet. Vince apparently gave up on Ricochet years ago, and ever since then, we've seen bad booking by Ricochet. I would say the booking of Ricochet is a little bit better, but, you know, under Triple H, but we'll see what happens with him. But that's just an instance of Vince McMahon not giving a push or not liking somebody. An example, I mean, not an instance. I don't, I don't, I can't talk today, sorry. An example. You know, there, there's several wrestlers Vince doesn't like. And then given the when he's given the opportunity to replace them and release them, he takes it. So it's no surprise that Bray Wyatt was released um, due to Vince McMahon. But now... Given the reports that he's more likely to return, it gives us kind of hope, you know, because we don't know what's going to happen with Bray Wyatt. We, everybody wants to see him return, you know, and I do myself because everybody knows I'm a huge Bray Wyatt fan. Um, so given these reports as a positive update, I don't know what version of Bray Wyatt we would see if he does return, whether it be The Fiend, uh, the call leader gimmick, as people have been saying they want back. Uh, much rather would prefer the um, the Cotwood or Bray gimmick to return over the Fiend. And I would like to see the Cotwood or Bray gimmick to return, but you know, I would like to see uh, Bray Wyatt return as the Fiend, the Cotwood or Bray, and the Funhouse Bray. Just do all three characters at once, much like he kind of did before. Um, when he was under the Fiend character, we've seen the Cotwood or Bray Wyatt gimmick return when he faced Strowman. We've seen the Funhouse version of Bray Wyatt, and we've seen The Fiend. So, um, he, he could do that, you know, it, it'd be cool. Um, Bray Wyatt, being the creative mind he is, um, he's too good to just have one gimmick. So, if, if, if there's given a chance he does return, I would like to see him return and be given those three gimmicks, much like Mick Foley, you know, with Dude Love, Cactus Jack, and Mankind. Um, but yeah, you know, this is exciting. This is exciting news. Um, we have to be patient, though. These are just, you know, rumors. They're not, nothing's confirmed, you know. It's it's likely he'll return, but that doesn't really mean anything. Um, this is just a positive update. But we'll have to see what happens because for months and months we, we have been teased and, and nothing's happened. We've expected him to show up on SummerSlam. They expected him to show up at Hell in a Cell. You know, fans were, were hoping for it. Um, but everybody gets their hopes up way too quick, you know. 
I've I've seen several people on YouTube um talking about the vignettes and everything happening on Monday Night Raw, the backstage segments and how it could tie into Bray Wyatt, how the Dexter Loomis hand the uh last week on Raw showing uh in a backstage segment on Monday Night Raw, everybody said it was Bray Wyatt, you know, it was Dexter Loomis, come on. Um it's it's just a lot of people on YouTube and a lot of people on Twitter, whenever they see these backstage segments, they think everything just ties into Bray Wyatt. And a lot of it just turns out to be someone else. For example, the vignettes of Edge. Everybody said before he returned at SummerSlam, you know, we were given these vignettes and everybody said, this is Bray Wyatt. He could be returning with Edge. And the Bray, the, the vignettes had nothing to do with Bray Wyatt, you know, so, the fact that people just think that everything just ties into Bray Wyatt is a little uh, ludicrous to me because, you know, everything can't tie into Bray Wyatt. You know, there's other stars they have to put over. So, you know, it, and it's people being impatient. You know, it, it, to me, it's, it's just impatience by the fans. You know, I get it. We all want him to return. But, again... We have to just wait and see what happens. He will return, you know. There's no doubt in my mind he will return. But it has to be the right time. Um, at this point, I, I would like to say it's WWE only because of Triple H taking over. Triple H was a big Bray Wyatt guy. And NXT, you know, he helped develop that character. So it is more likely to see Bray Wyatt return in WWE. Now, we wouldn't be saying that a few months ago because we did say, you know, with Vince McMahon being there, we did say it's likely for him to go to AEW or control your narrative. So, with the um, option that he could return to WWE, it also gives him more options, you know. Could he re-sign or could he go to, with Tony Khan in AEW? But right now, it'd be very hard to see him turn down Triple H, you know, with, with head of creative. Given that maybe he could have more creative freedom under his gimmick. And and, and it's 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 crazy to think, but it's, it's definitely a possibility, you know. If Bray Wyatt was ever given creative freedom with this character, you know, he can go far. And it, it was rumored that he had a lot of creative freedom with his character, when he was in WWE. So. If he's given creative freedom. Imagine how far he could take that character. Because towards the end there. You know. You can kind of tell he wasn't given a lot of creative freedom towards the end. And then his problem with Vince McMahon. I think it definitely affect, it affected his booking towards the end. You know. Bray Wyatt was clearly unhappy. And it led to his release, you know. Um, we've seen the, the big finish to WrestleMania when he faced Randy Orton. And that match was apparently changed at the last minute. Bray Wyatt was supposed to go over, and Randy Orton was supposed to take time off. But that didn't happen. Bray Wyatt ended up losing. Randy Orton picks up the wind, and that's the end of Bray Wyatt. We, didn't, we That was his last match in WWE, and we haven't seen him since. And that was under Vince McMahon. You know, Vince McMahon changed... Last minute, last minute plans. So, if Bray Wyatt does return, could he get creative control 
under his gimmick, it's a possibility. And like I said, just imagine where he can go with this gimmick. It'd be awesome to see what he can do. But patience is the key, guys. We've got to be patient and see what happens. We don't know if he'll return. Like I said, this isn't confirmed. It's just a rumor. But it is a positive update, so we'll see. In other news, speaking of Bray Wyatt, when you think of Bray Wyatt, you think of Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss and Asuka are no longer competing Excuse me, my Alexa device is going off. Alexa, stop. Sorry about that. Now, if if you've heard previous episodes, you know that uh, my device, my A-L-E-X-A, I'm not going to say her name because she goes off. Now, if you've seen, like I said, if you've seen previous episodes, you know she goes off. If I mention uh, Mrs. Bliss's first name. Um, this has been recurring in a, a few episodes. It's kind of funny. And people have been pointing it out, you know, and laughing about it. I don't do this on purpose, trust me. Um, but anyway, um, I'm going to say Miss Bliss because I don't want her to go off again. Uh, <laughs> now we've seen uh, Miss Bliss and Asuka. They're no longer facing for the Women's Championship. Um, and a lot of fans are disappointed because nobody knows what they're doing with Alexa Bliss right now. Nobody knows what is happening. Um, we've seen this past Monday she ditched the Lily doll again. So we thought before that when they ditched the Lily doll that maybe they were ditching that gimmick and she would go back to the goddess version of herself as we've seen that version of her in the past now we have no idea what's happening um i do think the reason that her and oscar uh will not be facing for those titles is maybe they have big plans for alexa you know maybe they have some big plans for her to have a singles push And obviously, you know, Triple H, he wants to make new stars. So having these women um, from NXT come up and and take that place of Miss Bliss and Asuka and compete for those Raw Women's titles is better for business because that's giving other females another another opportunity, Um, which I would imagine that Miss Bliss and Asuka have no problem putting them over because... Obviously, that's the business. You know, you want to create new stars for the future. And obviously, Asuka and Bliss have had their, their moment as well. So, I do think maybe down the line, uh, they will have some more opportunities for Miss Bliss. And I do think she will be getting a big push soon. Um, but right now, they have to get get around this Lily character. You know, what can they do? with Lily, if anything. Uh, Lily was introduced um, a few months... Uh, has it been a year since Lily was introduced? I don't know, but she was introduced. And now we've seen vignettes. But, um... I don't necessarily know what they're gonna do. 
with Triple H, you know, head of creative. They could ditch the Lily character. Because I don't really I don't really see how this 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 helps Alexa carrying a doll around and nothing happening. Um You know, back when this gimmick was first introduced, it was kind of interesting. Even though it really didn't make sense because, you know, in the beginning when she first came to Raw, there was no Lily doll explanation. There was no uh, Lily when she was involved with Bray Wyatt. So this whole gimmick, this whole character change just came out of nowhere. You know, and and if, and if this Lily, Lily character was introduced when she first came to the main roster, um, it would make sense. The whole gimmick would make sense, you know. I, I get they came up with it on the spot, you know. They wanted to do something else with Miss Bliss, given that Bray Wyatt was released. But the only backstory we got is that she had this doll when she was a little girl, and it helped her with bullies and everything. But, um, like I said, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know what they what they could do with the doll unless they make her a real life version of Lily. Um, I would much rather see her go back to her goddess gimmick. If anything, that's where she shined the most in the women's division. So, I definitely feel that that would be best. You know, unless they want to do, you know, her go back to the. Bray Wyatt version of herself, you know, when she was in the fun house. And then that could be another possibility to bring Bray Wyatt back and have them reunited. So, that would be pretty cool. You know, that's a possibility they could do because Alexa Bliss and, and Bray Wyatt were very popular uh, during the pandemic era. And I think that was the hottest thing on television at the time with WWE, you know, everybody loved those two together, and it was taken away from us because of, of, of Mr. McMahon and, and bad booking, you know, they had no idea what to do with those two, and, and, well, no idea what to do with Bray Wyatt, you know, because after, you know, he left, Alexa kind of took over that gimmick, she took over that character, and then she took some time off, and now we see we've seen these vignettes, and now ever since it's it's been kind of she's back, and now but they're they're not really doing much with her um, as far as singles competition goes. There's no storyline. Yes, she's in singles competition, but there's no storyline. There's no story. So really, they're not doing much at all. But under Triple H. We could see some some big plans. Um, she is a top female competitor, and a lot of people are saying Alexa Bliss deserves better. They've been saying that um, for the last couple months with her booking. I've seen it on Twitter a few times. Um, a lot of people are confused as to what they will do do with her, but I definitely think she will get a big push. Um, and I don't, I don't, I'm happy for it. As for Oscar, I don't know. You know, she's a top star as well, so we could see things. You know, um, Charlotte Flair is returning soon. I've heard, 
So maybe we can get the possibility of Charlotte versus Alexa Bliss. I don't think that's ever happened before. You know, it'd be interesting interesting to see those two kind of feud. But probably won't happen, you know. Charlotte will go for the Women's Championship as always. But, you know, we'll see what happens with uh, Miss Bliss down the road. I, I do think she's in for a push, though. So stay tuned. Um, last but not least, guys, we have CM Punk is reportedly unhappy in AEW. Um, these are just rumors, but I definitely think that uh, these rumors are untrue, as nothing has been confirmed. A lot of people are saying he's unhappy. A lot of people are saying, you know, this is much like he, when he was in WWE. You know, he was he was unhappy, and this is they're, they're, everybody's saying, you know, this is CM Punk. This is the way he acts. But I don't think these rumors are are true. Um. Apparently, he has a lot of heat backstage because of his comments about Hangman Adam Page. Um, I don't know if this is also true. But it definitely doesn't seem like he's unhappy. You know, um, he seems like he's doing fairly well in AEW. I don't, I don't find any reason for him to be unhappy. Other than the little backstage heat he may have. But obviously, it must not be nothing too serious if he's still on AEW each week, feuding with John Moxley, which is going to be an exciting feud given the promos back and forth that they were doing um, last Wednesday on Dynamite. This is going to be an exciting feud. You know, these are both former WWE guys. I don't think these guys have ever feuded before. I don't think they ever feuded when they were in WWE. Um, so this is this is. Very exciting. I, for one, am a CM Punk fan, you know, and, and Moxley brings that hard brawler, street fighter type style. You know, he has th that that's style of wrestling to him, so it will be an interesting match. Um, the promos they hit this week, like I said, were just, they were on fire. You know, they were so great, and, and it's going to be an exciting feud because both these guys are, are, are pretty good on the mic. Regardless of what you think of Moxley's skills in the ring, He's good on the mic. You know, he can cut a promo. And Sam Punk, we all know what he can do on the mic. So imagine what we could see tonight on Dynamite, you know. Could we see some more promos? But regard, uh, regarding Sam Punk being unhappy in AEW, I don't believe so. Given that he is facing Moxley. Um, he, he's still in the main event scene. Never lost his title. And, he, and he's facing Moxley, you know, to become the undisputed AEW champion. So, obviously, whatever he, he may have backstage isn't very serious. And I do think it's untrue. But that's just my opinion. Maybe it's not. You know, maybe it is true. But that is just my opinion. And I'm excited to see this match. I really think that uh, it's going to be exciting. I think that, you know, we're going to have a five-star match with these guys. And, uh... I do think maybe it's on tonight, actually, yeah. I, I think CM Punk versus Moxley is on tonight on Dynamite, but I'm assuming we'll, we'll have an Adam Page interference. Um, that's not a spoiler or nothing. I'm just assuming, given that they probably want to save this match for a later date and a bigger pay-per-view, I think I think Full Gear is coming soon. Or is it all out? I don't remember. But I do know they will be having something shortly. 
So we'll definitely have to stay tuned for that. But guys, that's the end of this episode. I hope you all enjoyed it. Dynamite is on tonight, so be sure to catch that at 8 o'clock. If anything big happens, I will be here to report it. Thank you all for listening. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Have a nice day, and God bless. Take care.